This is People, Places, and Passions, a podcast that explores the happenings with the people in the city of Altoona, Wisconsin, and what is going on in this wonderful community. I'm Scott Montesano. We, as always, have city of altoona personnel with us but a little bit of a, of a difference here today we've got assistant city administrator richard downey who's joining us and he's brought along a, a couple of guests and a rather unique but very uh, fun topic we're going to be covering today okay well thank you scott uh, glad to see you uh <laughs> so anyways uh with me is taylor greenwell our planning director zoning administrator he's been with us uh he's actually my senior on the organization he's been with us two more two yep, more months two weeks than I more yeah two weeks more than i am uh and then our guest today is associate state director of community outreach for it with aarp darren wisniewski i hope i got the I hope i got the pronunciation right you got it right okay excellent uh and um we're going to get kind of far into it but uh darren first what is what did you what do you do what's your organization or what's What's your position do? What do you what are you passionate about as our as our title in our podcast talks about? Yeah, you know, my passion it stems from before I got to ARP and it, it really is about creating great places for all ages and all abilities. And um, so when I had the opportunity to join the organization to co-lead up our livable communities efforts in the state, it was just a natural fit to be able to move over there. Um, so we work real hard. Um, currently, we have a, a, what's called a network of age-friendly communities. So about 13 communities that are, are working on this. But then also outside of that network, uh, we work with other communities who are grant recipients or um, providing other services uh, as well around the state. Okay, I want to back up a little bit yeah. because I myself I actually am a member. Uh, but uh, in a nutshell, and I know it's it's a huge lift to probably say it is, but AARP, it's not. If I said, oh, it's just this one thing, that's false, correct? That is false. Yes, there's a lot of things that AARP is into that many people don't realize it. Um, you know, the the full on official thing we always like to say it's the nation's largest nonprofit nonpartisan organization. Um, so that is really important that they know we're, we're mm -hmm. nonpartisan. But we're we're dedicated to empowering Americans to choose how they live as they age, and and so that you know can can fit a variety of different things. We look at health security. We look at financial security. Um, we look at um, you know, long-term caregiving and prescription drug prices, as well as how do we make the communities great places for them to live as well? Okay. Okay. Thank you. Because uh, sometimes people, oh, AARP is not, because it's uh, people that are 50 and over, correct? It's our, our focus of our advocacy efforts are 50 and over, but quite honestly, when you make a, you know, you work on the half of the 50 plus population, you're really working on behalf of everybody. I was going to so. say, you're going to trickle down because yes. my kids, my, if I have grandkids or, you know, my brother, my sister, everybody else that might be younger, older. Okay. Uh, so I wanted to specifically talk to you about uh, the community challenge grants and what they are from AARP. And actually, I should back up because I don't think I defined it, although I think everybody knows what it is. AARP is the uh, the American Association of Retired Persons, correct? I, You know, we actually don't go by that official title anymore because oh, when, we, when we, we advocate for the, the, the 50 plus, many of our folks aren't retired anymore. You know, people are working longer oh, sure, sure. in the 60s and 70s. So we just go by the acronym ARP at that point. Okay. 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 So, but I think you are correct. I think, I think it, it used to be known as the American Association okay. of Retired Persons. Okay. Uh, so now, um, the community challenge grants, uh, what are they? They are a way for ARP to really 
put its money where its mouth is when it talks about creating livable communities. So seven years mm-hmm. ago, um, they put a, a pile of money, a pool of money out there in a national competition um, for communities around the country and said, you know, if you had projects that would make your communities more livable, Mm -hmm. um, our our focus is a 50 plus, but again, you know, for anybody to to benefit, um, you know, send them into us and and it's, you know, be a competition. And so we've been able to, um, uh, I've been with the program now for four and a half years. And so I've been through four of those cycles here in Wisconsin. Mm -hmm. Um, They're usually announced, uh, the applications open in January, you have about two months to turn an application in, notification comes in july and then the project should be completed by the end of november and really you know because of that tight timeline these are already things that should be in the pipeline for communities you shouldn't you don't have much time to come up with a completely new project Mm -hmm. and they're also you know looking at um you know what are smaller quick action projects and so you know typical in the the traditional community challenge grant um would be about $12,500 $12,500 on a project there. And so, okay. so it's smaller in the world of community development, yeah, um, but, which, still money. but, still but money. it's still money and, and can help move the needle um, along. Okay. And what's a typical uh, project? Like two years ago, you saw applications for maybe two years ago is probably a bad example, but uh, what's a typical, is it, is it crossings? Is it, is it park adjustments? Is it, what are you, uh, you know, it runs the gamut um, for a lot of different things. And so we've seen a lot pickleball courts are very, very popular. And so say, added amenities for pickleball courts. If uh, my boss was here, he would say <laughs> the answer is always pickleball. Yeah. So that shows up there. Um, seen a lot of uh, bike infrastructure stuff. So along trails, benches and okay. bike repair stations that come up there. Um, benches, just think about, you know, as people walk along, do they have a place to sit? Um, we've also got, uh, I, I think, uh, two years ago, um, Viroqua Library received a grant for an aviary uh, wow. in, in the library. And so That's as an really cool. educational outreach tool there. So it really does run the gamut. And then there also was some some dollars there that can go to support community outreach efforts for projects. Um, this year, Milwaukee, uh, City of Milwaukee received some dollars for um, a really big zoning reform they're doing in Milwaukee, so to support their community outreach efforts to make sure that that, that was being done and it reaching all the hidden and missing voices in the community. Okay, so, and this year, uh, this is eventually reaching, reaching something that we're gonna talk about yeah. locally here, but uh, this year, uh, you had a new uh, stat, or a new part of the grant that you right. get. Uh, could you talk about that? What? Yeah. So for 2023, our national team had had um, teamed up with some uh, national partners and okay. and to do some demonstration projects. And so they did it in the realm of housing and the realm of transportation. And so okay. these were to address those issues in um, in local communities. And so um, I think Altoona had received the one that had to deal with the housing component there. Okay. And now I'm going to get Taylor in here a little bit. He's, he's kind of give me a face a little bit. Sure. Okay, our grant was for a design competition for what are called accessory dwelling units. Taylor, if I don't know, because I'm in the admin, <laughs> I'm in the admin part of the building, not in the, the community development, the zoning. What is an ADU? I kind of know. Okay, yeah, I know I mean, a little bit. Yeah, I mean, an ADU is an accessory dwelling unit. That's, the, that's what the acronym is for. Um, but essentially, they are um, dwelling units that are built or um, established on existing single-family lots. Generally, um, it's meant to. They're often often called mother-in-law units. Um, they're anti- they're basically a, a tool that can be used to help provide additional housing in areas where you 
wouldn't generally find additional housing. Um, and there can be, there's usually three types. You have internal, which are basically built within the existing footprint of, say, a single family home. Mm-hmm. You build out a room or you convert your basement into a livable space. Okay. Um, you have attached, which is where you essentially add on to your single family home or your, your building, whatever, uh, what have you. Um, but it's still attached to the primary structure. And then you also have detached. Uh, commonly, people will, will convert their garages into a livable space um, and then either rent those out, uh, provide those for families. Um, in general, though, they, they, well, they are uh, their accessory to the primary use of the, uh, of the lot. Okay. And I was reading because AARP has a really cool little booklet on this. And I was going through and I was like, well, and they were talking about the history a little bit and everything else. And then they said, well, did you know one of these was on a very famous television show? And I'm like, what? And I had to read through it. And if you remember Happy Days, I know that's a little bit, it's a little bit older show, but where one of the main characters, the Fonz, Henry Winkler's character, he actually lived above the garage in an ADU. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wait a minute. No, that's not right. And I had to go back and think about it because I haven't seen Happy Days for, okay, I was, I was very little, uh, but I still remember it fondly. And he lived not in the obviously the primary building with the family but as a separate and that's that's basically what an ADU is that is what an ADU is and it's like I said it's, it's not an uncommon tool they used to be used all the time um, over probably the past the past several decades uh, around the 50s or so when we began to get a lot more restrictive on allowing um, uses that were not exactly the same um, these began to fall more out of fashion. Cities made um, ADUs not allowed. Mm-hmm. Um, but as we've ever universally, everyone's become aware that we are we have housing shortages. Um, that we don't we don't have a lot of choice in terms of housing. Cities have become increasingly uh, more open to ADUs and revised their zoning ordinance to allow ADUs. Altoona is one of those cities that has made them legal in every zoning district that allows one to two um, dwelling units. Um, so duplexes, twin homes, or single family homes, all those allow accessory dwelling units to be built, um, within certain restrictions. But again, we, we, we want to make sure we provide a lot of choices that serve our residents and help and bring people into the city as well. Um, but yeah, they, they, they fell out of fashion for a while, either due to regulation or just people not wanting their neighbors to have, um, you know, someone living above the garage or having an additional unit on the lot. So. Okay, so let me throw. Let me come back to Darren real quick, though. Why is AARP going? I mean, I are kind of. We already kind of know the answer, but why is AARP looking at ADUs and kind of this community development type of piece? What's 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 the point there? Where, how are you? How do you get? To, how do you come to this? Yeah, you know, what I don't think what many people realize is, is housing has been. It's in our DNA. It it is our founding story of ARP. That oh, really? that it it was started because our founder, Dr. Ethel Percy Andrus, uh, was a retired school administrator, and she went looking for her um, one of her retired teachers. Okay. And she found an address, and she discovered that the retired teacher was living in a chicken coop out behind a house that in her retirement she couldn't afford. Really traditional housing and she said nobody who serves you know children you know educating our youth should ever have to have that in their retirement and so that was the impetus for the founding of AARP and so you know we take it take it forward and it becomes you know on a couple different levels number one you know 
an, an accessory dwelling unit could be extra income in a retirement that okay. you know you have it there. It also becomes a great opportunity for caretakers that you know if you need a little extra help around the house, um, maybe that's some place that a family member can move into, or vice versa. Maybe the older family member moves into the ADU sure. and has the other family right up there, so that you can be able to close by um, without having to worry about where um, how your family member is being taken care of. Okay, and uh, Taylor, you said. Right now, the city of Altoona, we allow it under code, correct? Yes, they're, they're permitted uses. Okay, but how many do you have so far? We have had zero uh, provided and, and built ever since we made it legal several years ago. Okay. Um, but, I, I mean, as far as the barriers that go to it, I mean, we do have certain restrictions on size. Um, if you're an internal ADU, you can go a max of 600 feet total. Um, if you're detached, it's 1,000 feet. Uh, feet of habitable area with an 800 foot uh, footprint okay. or attached, it's 800 feet maximum um, can be built on to your existing home. But I mean, as far beyond that, uh, all we require is someone to apply for a zoning permit uh, and assuming that you meet those basic standards, you can do it. Uh, but for some reason, we just have not had people apply to do so. We've had some inquiries. People call sure. all the time. We're like, can I do this? Um, but no one really follows up. And we have a couple of theories why. Uh, one, uh, construction costs are really high right now. Okay. Materials, it costs a lot. Um, so in terms of the feasibility or return on investment, if you want to rent it out, mm -hmm. it isn't really there. And because and, and, and they're accessory units, you can't sell these. Uh, they're meant to be rented out um, instead of being sold off as a separate um, building. So that's, that's one um, awareness uh, is another one. And then kind of cost of design, which is why we're hoping... To okay. Look into this because those last two are why we're doing the competition, is to make people aware that one, you know, here's all the rules. Here's to give you examples, and then two, to have people apply to basically get in the competition. Okay, can you speak to the competition, or do you want me to do that? Uh, I'll have you do that. Since, uh, <laughs> this has kind of been your baby ever since okay. it started. So, so uh, the, what's what the city of Altoona has is AARP. We partnered with ARP. Uh, to basically, they've given us a grant for $10,000, okay? We are going to use 5000 of that for the first prize, and then we've got second and third place, and then we're using just a little bit of money, about less than $1,000 for administration and website and hosting all these other little pieces, copies. Uh, but then we're asking people to submit design concepts uh, to us, and then we're going to do an open house, and we're going to do almost, I don't want to say Shark Tank, but it's going to be, hey, come on in, let's talk about your design in an open house, so that way we can have citizens kind of hear, oh, okay. And I always want to go back to, it's an education piece, and we're going to record them all, all the, all the ADU presentations. We're going to have them, we're actually going to give them the AARP to host on their site. We're going to host them on our website, which we have a specific website for this. I, I told Darren before we got started, I want to mention it a bunch of times, it is, altunaadu.com and you can go there and find out all the information uh, kind of what's going on questions when the deadline is the deadline to apply is going to be the middle of the month but we're probably going to move that back a little bit because we've talked to some school administrators and they're like that's ah, can you do this a little bit better so i think we're still going to be we are going to probably meet darren's deadline to be closed out hopefully by november or if, if not shortly thereafter to get it all done uh, but 
it's a way for us to talk kind of openly and honestly. It's not building them. It's, no. It's, uh, but it's designs and concepts and, hey, let's talk about this. Uh, and it was really, I think it was a, I think it's a great idea by, by AARP. I really do. I want to, I want to thank Darren for, you know, and AARP, you know, as the representative of AARP. <laughs> I, say, I wish I had something to do with that. But so, that, no. I, I mean, it's a, it's a great concept to bring forward to uh, really address the housing needs. You know, if my parents, they no longer need, you know, 3000 square feet, but you know, God forbid, you know, they want to come and move well they could move in with us if we wanted to but if they wanted to have their own space that's what the ADU is for to give them their own space their own place and then so they can so they're not you know pushed to somewhere else so, right and we want to have them you know strong families strong communities stuff like that so um, I'm trying to think of other things we want to talk what else uh, okay other than why did so AARP just I think I kind of answered my own question. I hate to say it already. <laughs> AARP supports this because of. Uh, be go ahead. Yeah, I, I mean, so, you know, the community challenge grants again were just a way to you know support the local communities to test these ideas sure. out. Yeah. Um, you know, we're as an organization internally, we're big on innovation. Um, you know, testing the ideas and seeing how they go, and so this huh. is a great way for the communities to do that when you typically couldn't use. You know, you wouldn't like to just put it out with public dollars mm -hmm, to sure. try something like this. And so there's a way to, to kind of get that out there and some funds into the hands of local communities to try these ideas such as this ADU competition. Okay, okay. Um, I think I, I'll throw something out there as well, and uh, you touched on this a little bit earlier on, but you know, kind of moving off this and more of a broader scope, what do you see as some of the, the future focuses, future challenges that AARP will be looking at? Well, I can... Say what's on my radar screen, which isn't, you know, the, the bulk of, of the organization, but I'm really fixated on the community part of that. And so, you know, it is uh, not only housing, um, but also transportation and how people move around their communities, particularly pedestrian safety. Um, when you think about it, the typical American outlives their ability to drive by eight to 10 years. What does that look like afterwards? Because we do know the negative impacts of social isolation, which is if you can't get around easy, that's what happens. Um, Sure. So that is um, big on our radar screen as well, is, is how do people move about the community um, and stay connected to the community. Okay, okay. Um, I think that is, I think I've hit everything I wanted to hit, Scott. I don't know. Yeah, I, think that's, I think that's a great way to, to wind it down. If somebody wants more information, where can they go? They can go to aarp.org backslash livable, and that'll take them all the information on livable communities. Or if they want to find out what's happening in Wisconsin, they'll go to aarp.org backslash WI for Wisconsin. And we even got a podcast that uh, sprinkled in a mention of pickleball. You, you, you can't. <laughs> You can't ignore it. It's it's coming. You you can hear the paddles and the ball already through the through the podcast. It's it's coming. That that'll be a focus on a podcast here coming up very 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 soon. There's just no way to uh, to avoid that. Well, guys, thank you very much. Yeah. That'll do it for this edition of People, Places, and Passions, presented by the City of Altoona.